what's the point if it's like, yo, this food kills you if you make it wrong? Like, you're going to straight up fuck I just, I want to know the first guy to do it. He's like, I'm hungry, but this shit's going to kill me. Maybe if I, like, skate around the death sack. Like, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> the de- <laughs> what the girls called me in high school, the death sack. What's good, man? It's your boy, Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast. Welcome to a very special episode. Why is it special? It's always special when we have our lovely listeners listening to us. He wanted to actually do the intro this time. And, that was, and I, was, we, I was like, on the way home from work, I was like, I'm going to call these motherfuckers special. That's that's really all you had? Yeah. Listen, at least at least we're, we're topical today. You know, we're playing a topical game. Yeah, we're finally getting around to Cyberpunk. But before we get into <laughs> Cyberpunk, did you play... Anything else this week? Did you actually play any more Mario and, and Bowser's Fury? I have like five games on the fucking radar. I got to play that. I got to play Odyssey. Oh, you got Odyssey? Yeah. Uh, a, a lovely uh, fan sent me uh, Odyssey. It showed up in my house and I thought it got stolen, but didn't. Wow. So shout outs to uh, the fan that bought me Odyssey. The fan that has your address. Well, uh... <laughs> I have been gaming a lot this week. I played I played more 3D World. Really, I'm just slowly making my way to uh, 100% completion on that. Nice. But uh, I've been playing a lot of Switch Online, specifically a lot of Picross. And Pit I don't cross? know. It's, what the fuck's that? Picross. Picture Cross. Picross. What's that? It's it's like a puzzle game. It's kind of like Sudoku, but it's weird. There's like a bunch of titles on the Super Nintendo uh, Online that are just straight up untranslated ROMs. Like they didn't even put effort yeah, to like yeah, yeah. localizing it's like, it. I remember there was one game. Uh, it was like Mario Puzzle something. I, that's, I, that's literally what I'm playing. Mario Picross. Okay. Yeah. I have no idea how it's played at all. Yeah, like of all the games to put in an untranslated mode on, on the Super Nintendo online services, a puzzle game that's not super popular, like an untranslated? you have no idea how to play it. Like uh, unless you already have played previous titles, like it, you have no like, idea how to play like it. It's like Jams, James. It's not Jamis. like Jamis, which is like an actually convoluted puzzle game. It's like it's it's kind of like Sudoku, where once you know how to do it, it's it's relatively easy. Yeah, but yeah, like you're yeah. not gonna just like understand when looking at a Sudoku board how to play it. I also will say, we, we went on a rant previously regarding, like, Joy-Con drift. I have fixed my Joy-Con drift. What'd you do? Apparently, well, I, I could shout out the video because uh, I just looked at a video and did exactly what they said there, but... Shout them uh, out. Really? Shout the homies I out. Don't, I don't remember it. I said I could, but I guess I can't. Uh, <laughs> you can't. You fucking if you just liar. Search, if you just search fixed Joy-Con drift, I think it's the first result, but basically... Okay. Uh, Joy-Con drift is mostly caused by us being disgusting people and getting like crumbs underneath the Joy-Con. So, so really, just using <laughs> rubbing alcohol like it's a using rubbing alcohol like it's a SNES cartridge and just shoving it all in there with a Q-tip. So, if you're that a disgusting it. bastard, then you, if that if, so, there's like more likely people with Joy-Con drift are just disgusting bastards. Well, I mean, it's really just that like dust gets in there, so like everyone's a disgusting person. Human beings are disgusting. We're just emitting oil everywhere. I'm not. But, oily. No, we're I'm, not fucking I'm, robots. I'm fucking pure. All right. Well, speaking of pure. Speaking of the future, speaking of cyberpunk machines, oil. I, I thought that since you know cy- cyberpunk has been in the news, you know it came out in uh, December. So I figured that would be the game we play this week. Yeah, so we played cyberpunk. Um, I was actually surprised because. This game was not as broken as people were saying. In fact, it was really different than what people were saying. It like 
it it was 2D, had a pixel art aesthetic. No one even talked about that. They kept talking about like AAA. This this game looked indie as fuck. Uh, for those that are, don't understand, uh, we are we are joking. We played a game that has cyberpunk in the name. Uh, it was actually suggested to me by my coworker who actually found it by searching cyberpunk. So he wanted to play that original one, and then he's like, "Oh, what the fuck's this? This has good reviews." And he ended up playing it. Uh, we so this is actually called VA dash one one hall dash a. Uh, colon a cyberpunk bartender action it's also like it's valhalla. it's valhalla yeah cyberpunk valhalla is what i think people call it but like we played this game it's a bartending simulator slash visual novel yes uh, set in the cyberpunk future what do you think about this game you know what this is like a very chill fucking game you know like it wasn't like all action-packed and everything like that basically the game revolves around you your name is jill you're a bartender where you basically have people come into your establishment you listen to their stories and you're um instead of making like different dialogue choices like how the game changes is based on the drinks that you give them and the drinks that they ask you for and how you change them and that'll actually change like the outcome of their interactions with other players future events in the game and so on and so forth but you literally just listen to dialogue and mix drinks yeah I, this the game is like billed as a bartending video game but this is pretty much a visual novel with mm-hmm. a twist on how you're actually making dialogue choices mm-hmm. you said it's chill it is definitely chill i think literally before you start the game it's like pull up a beer and and have oh it's, have a relaxed it, time with the game yeah which it, it is pretty relaxing like the music is I, th- I think the music is genuinely fucking really good yeah the music is definitely a highlight of the game overall I definitely had a relaxed time. I was playing this. Uh, I was playing this in bed. I played this like when I was getting my car fixed because I have it on the Switch. Unlike some people here, I have a Switch. I need to remember that I can play games on the Switch. I, I'm so used to not having a console that's like, oh, games on the console. I guess I can't play it. Let me just go check Steam. Like that's my automatic go-to and has been for so long. I'm like, holy shit, I have another console now. I can actually go and. I don't know, see if it's on there. So I probably would have uh, enjoyed it significantly more on the Switch. What did you think about it? Did you enjoy it? or? So one last thing on the Switch, at least the versioning. Uh, apparently the Switch version is the best version because you're able to utilize the touchscreen on the Switch, which oh. I didn't really do, but uh, I, could, I could see it coming into play. I, we, we've really only said positive things about the game, but I honestly did not like this game very much. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's one of those things I could take or leave. This is like weeb to the fucking extreme like if if you are someone that likes anime and like slice of life type shit and like you know kooky like big boobs like that kind of shit you you would probably like this game but yeah so i i think that it's mainly that i'm not a visual novel person but like even more than that this is a visual novel and when you think of visual novels like they have to excel on i guess really their dialogue uh, in in addition to the art and i think the art style is fine i think pixel art is a little bit overdone in mm-hmm. terms of like indie games like so many indie games are yeah. pixel art and i like pixel art but it it just it doesn't really stand out to me i i think that it has good world building but the actual dialogue itself i found really atrocious really and sure uh, this game is from a team. I think they're either in Venezuela or Brazil. Yeah, I think a, no, it, Venezuela. Yeah, it's a Venezuelan company uh, called uh, Sukuban Games. Yeah, but so I, I understand that because they're from Venezuela, uh, especially. I, I'm not even sure if this game was originally programmed in English, but it could be related to translation issues. But I felt like a 
characters in this game swore like they're 13 and just like didn't really like they just learned about swears and have to yeah, insert them into every and sentence it's like fucking christ you know tits big titty mommy milkers like all the time yeah and and that's the second part so this game reeks of people who don't really have that many interactions with the opposite sex i i, I beat this game i'm not sure if you did no no and no. <laughs> uh if you look through the credits there is only one female name, and like, sure, there could be people with names that sound male but are female, but there's only one female female name in the entire credits of like a lot of people, which is very understandable to me. This this yeah. reeks of a game where like it's men writing women, it, and it's like also weird in that like it's not really weird, but like specifically every single one of these characters, it's like maybe it's maybe like something regarding sexual and stuff like that. It seems like. It's experiences that you would need someone who has that experience on the team to, like, really write about. Like, there's a lot of people in, like, for example, like, 75% of the characters in this game are, like, lesbian uh, women. Yeah. Which is fine, but, like, it, it's... When you have an all-male dev team, the characters don't really come off as, like, relatable or believable yeah, yeah, yeah. because it, of that. It, it reminds me a lot of, like, 2004-era, like, anime culture, you know, dominated by men. Everything's, like, you know, big booby waifus and stuff like that. Um, Which actually is, like, kind of, like, a, I don't want to say commentary, but it reminds me a lot how, like, I, I feel like a lot of South American culture is, like, still stuck in that as far as, like, you know, anime and stuff like that. I still like Dragon Ball Z. It feels like a a lot of their their stuff is like they're they're stuck in like I wouldn't say stuck. I say like I two thousand based on two thousand five yeah, internet. I, I I just think uh like culture regarding like anime and and video games often lags behind in uh like yeah. things that were popular five years ago for us are popular for them now. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, and I think I think that as globalization commences, we're going to be in a situation where that's less and less. But yeah, yeah, there still is definitely a difference regarding that. I. Will say though, I mean, like I, I mentioned before, I beat this game. I wouldn't say this is a terrible game. It's just that I feel like maybe I'm judging it harshly due to the fact that it's a visual novel, and I didn't like the parts that people want a visual yeah, novel yeah. to excel at. I, I do want to say, like, I did like this game's environment, and I could understand why people like it, especially if they're into the visual novel genre in mm -hmm. general. I was very surprised, though, when I saw, like, literal tens out of tens. Multiple people gave this game a 10 out of 10. Yeah, like, this game has, gaming like, fantastic reviews. Like, yeah, gaming publications, like, with some events going as far as saying this should be game of the year. Yeah. I was surprised about that. Uh, I think this is definitely a very niche title that will appeal to the people in the niche market. Yeah. But it definitely dragged at times, and I wouldn't really say that there was much gameplay. You do have to mix drinks uh, occasionally, and there is this memorization aspect where someone's like, give me the usual, and if you give them the usual, you'll get rewarded for it, and they don't mm -hmm. say what it is. But the actual quote-unquote art of mixing drinks in this is like so easy that like i feel like a five-year-old could do it like yeah. this is like the there's nothing that like rewards you in terms of like time or like making it in a more difficult way it's just like literally reading instructions and giving to them yeah there's you get a positive there's, there's like 27 different drinks to choose from and they'll be like oh can i get something bitter and girly and you search bitter and girly drink and just make them in they're like oh that was good that's exactly what i wanted or if it's not they're like oh that was bad that was not what i wanted you know apparently there's like branching paths to bet depending on like what drinks you give them at certain points like if they ask for one thing and you give something else apparently that'll change like future 
future events. Like my my coworker was talking to me about it. How there's like it's like a bunch of different endings, and there's like secret endings based on like when you give people certain people certain drinks at certain points in the game and stuff like that. But there are, there's are six different endings in this game. I only got one because I didn't really want to bother. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I would probably consider this game completely middle down the road in terms of like uh just how I'd rate it. Yeah. But the secret endings are unlocked based on like giving people drinks at certain times. But it's not something like Cave Story where if you do something at a certain time it unlocks like completely different uh, areas of gameplay it maybe will change a couple uh dialogue options yeah, but it's yeah, not yeah. gonna like completely change the path of the gameplay going forward i personally don't like when gameplay rewards memorization just due to the fact that like it encourages you to play it in one sitting versus like space it out like for yeah, example yeah. if you play this game and someone's like give me the usual but you haven't played it in a week you're gonna be like shit and then like completely yeah mess you're, up. You're, you're fucked yeah if they're gonna go the memorization route i feel like they should have like really rewarded like being a good bartender like someone says make me this and like you make it under 30 seconds and you make it flawlessly and you get like extra you get like bonus points you get nothing you don't get extra money like there's also like a whole like uh system of you can buy shit for your room i think some of it just unlocks additional drinks that you can serve the rest of it just sounds like just fluffy shit to make your room look cooler there's like a, a in between each section with the uh like the actual bartending and dealing with customers and like learning about their lives and stuff like that. There's like an interim, like you're in your house, in your room where you can like buy stuff, you know, talk to your cat, surf the internet, which is kind of interesting. There's like message boards you can like read about that's like uh, discuss people discussing in, in like I guess real time about like the the world events, which are it's, it's like a concert or like a terroristic attack. Um, there's like this overarching theme with like this hacker, which you find out more about later and so on and so forth, which kind of just lets you, I guess, learn more about this world. Uh, I, I do very much, like you said, I do like the environment of this game. I like the world. Uh, I just wish there was a little bit more to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. This game, I, I felt like as... It let me want it. it was, yeah, it, it was only like nine to ten hours long, but like... I felt like it could have been better, and I felt like it dragged, like, towards really the latter half. Like, every single level has way too much exposition, and I found myself completing the game because I knew that there wasn't that much game left more than that I wanted to finish the game. Yeah. I, I like I will say that the massive highlight is the soundtrack. I, it was it was good. Yeah. I, I I hate to bring this up again, but we played a game called Legal Dungeon, and like some of the songs reminded me of the Legal Dungeon yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's kind of got that like indie generic like D and B kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like it's not bad. Like I actually was jamming out. I I haven't used my Switch with headphones in a very long time, and I was surprised how good it sounded with headphones mm-hmm. on my Switch. I I feel like the Switch speaker sucks, and I always forget that. But um, I I will say it was really weird how they implemented the soundtrack i actually kind of thought it was lazy and didn't work at times so yeah the way that this the the way that the soundtrack works is you have access to nearly the entire soundtrack there's there's certain songs you could buy or you unlock as as you go on uh all the songs you have access to you put on a jukebox that you change for the the course of a day uh the way that this game takes place uh you basically do a bartending job for a day and then the, the plot progresses as as the days increase but but yeah, you you play whatever music you want and you find out which songs are good and which ones suck by just playing them randomly on the jukebox. And it's it's creative and it fits uh fits the bar theme which this game is in. But I, I it wish just, there was like a random button just I want to hear like everything. You know, I don't want like if it's like a, a intense situation, like change the music yourself. Like I guess it's cool to try the different music, but it's kind of tedious to like all right, let's try these 12. All right, next time let's try these 12. Next time let's do these. You know, it's it's like all a lot of like button clicking. Th- that's another thing I want to get into. Like the interface I don't feel was very good. 
Well, okay, one last thing in the music, because uh, really, really my main point is that, like, yeah, it was cool that you just had a jukebox that played one song after another, but on your point, if there was, like, a random thing where it would play an intense song, an intense moment, that would be way much, way better, because, like, you pick which music plays at certain times, and there's, like, entirely different genres of music and different mu- moods of music, like, throughout the game. So, like, you're hearing, like, a heartfelt story about how someone's, like, family member died of cancer, and, like, it's playing, like, this breakbeat D&B, like, in <laughs> Tense track, and it's like this completely takes me out of the yeah, game, yeah, man. Yeah, like, it, there was so, like uh, another point where I was doing, and they were like talking about like you know, like going to the park, having a good time, hanging out with friends and stuff like that. You know, like you know, happy go lucky times. Like, oh, can you make me like this good drink, whatever? And the music's like evil and conniving and like super dark and brooding <laughs> and scary. I'm just like, oh god, this does not match it at all. Yeah, so I feel like that's really the big thing. Uh, I I have to talk about the music, but like, I think the actual soundtrack in general, like, it, is it's like something that's like. Good. Almost, it's almost worth buying if like, that's like that's that's the type of music. I, I could see a lot of people who enjoy this game enjoying it because of the soundtrack. But going back on the controls, I I don't think I experienced many issues that you had. I thought this game really really conformed to the Switch well, especially mixing drinks because you did it with the analog stick. Did you play well, this with a controller? Yeah, no, I played this with a mouse. So it, it's not the controls. I just feel like the UI is like pretty poor. Like I I'm not a fan of like so to put ingredients on the drinks. There's five different ingredients that you know one sweet one's sour one's bitter and then like one's like alcoholic it's like you have to hit the hit one drag it to the mixer hit one drag it to the mixer i wish i could just like click click click, click you know and so on and so forth it just felt like very clunky to me and, and so on and so forth and then it just felt like a lot of those types of situations that came up with like different menus and interfaces that just felt like very like oh come on all right i'm just want to do it you know i personally just disagree but i feel like this game was probably better suited to a portable uh oh absolutely could you see this like you you played games like sprung on the ds like it, it, it kind of reminds me of an interface you'd see on one of those games maybe yeah, less yeah, touch yeah. sensitive oh, fuck, but i want to play that game <laughs> yeah but we already both played it so we can't it doesn't oh. work that way i i feel like this game was definitely uh built for a system like the switch so I, I personally didn't experience those ui issues I, like i feel like we're also being very harsh on this game right now but it's one of those things where like as soon as someone starts complaining it's very easy to bandwagon yeah, yeah. Th- this was a chill game though like i said like that's the best way to put it it's like we've been playing a lot of like not like low impact games low stress games lately which is a nice break from like high fucking intensity like needing to 100 percent focus action Hades. <laughs> yeah like the game was fucking amazing though but yeah, yeah um i could see someone who likes this kind of game liking the ever-living fuck out of this game i think this is great for visual novel fans because visual novels in general like kind of all fit a very similar mold mm-hmm. mold from what i've seen so like this is a completely new take on it uh i just think that what people praise it on i think is a detractor especially the dialogue like i I think that this game, honestly, like, there were some aspects that were uncomfortable to me, like, specifically, like, the, uh, 13-year-old sex robot. Yeah. But, but hey, I mean, I feel like that's just part of, uh, the yeah, whole I mean, like, cyberpunk we, aesthetic. This, 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 um, the dialogue gets, like, straight up fucking raunchy at times, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, talking about, uh, you know, like, oh, that robot's pussy, I bet it looks real fucking good, right? Like, uh, look at her titties, yeah, like specifically talking about like how they're gonna have sex with other characters. It, it reads like a thirteen-year-old boy just found yeah. out about swearing and sex and needs to talk about it constantly. That's that's where it really detracted from me. But hey, with the thirteen-year-old sex robot, I was just like, it's probably an Andy Milanaka situation. It's they <laughs> yeah. look 
15, but it's, 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 a, th- it's Andy Milanaka sex it's a robot. Ten, it's a 10,000 year old dragon. Yeah, exactly. Just, it's quite the anime explanation. I don't know. I feel like this is honestly just a theme of cyberpunk games. If we ever end up playing the actual cyberpunk, turns out that game's also pretty sexualized. Not sure if you've, uh, yeah, you've seen that. I actually have not seen too much of that, but I, I imagine it would be. It's like in the dystopian future, everyone fucks. Well, my favorite, so I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that honestly could be a, a trailer voiceover, but I'm not sure if you know, like, you have to, like, in Cyberpunk 2077, you have to, like, specifically design your genitals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna and, have like, the fattest fucking cock. I can't wait. Yeah, but but the funny thing is, like, there was a glitch that, like, caused your dick to just peep out of your pants from time to time. And that's, like, the funniest. <laughs> you just, like, random penis all the time. And that's, it's, it's, what it's par for the course. If you're playing a cyberpunk game, you're gonna, sounds gonna like, there's gonna be like a penis sub, conversation. It sounds like a subreddit, like, random acts of penis. It, it probably is, honestly. I will not come back to this game. I've already beaten it, though, so, so hey. <laughs> to be honest, this is something I can totally see myself actually beating, though. Mostly so I can talk to my coworker about it, but at the same time, where, it's where like... Where do you get? I'm on, like, day four, so I, I'm, I'm oh, not really? too, too far, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I, I feel I, like the first couple days don't take that much, or they take longer than, than the rest, but, yeah. uh, yeah, you're you're really... There's, like... Do you want me to spoil how many days there are? It was, like, 12 or something? 18. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Goes to the end of the month. But what were you saying about your coworker? He's cool. That that's all you're gonna say? Are you at gunpoint right now? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's like I I just need shit that's like fucking low stress to play, and this totally seems like one of those things. It's gonna be another situation. I'm gonna fucking buy it on the Switch because it just sounds like so much better. Because there just been like this entire week, I've like come home, I'm just like, so fucking exhausted. I don't want to sit at my computer, and it's just like I just like, lay in bed, and it's like fuck. I could have been playing this in bed like on my switch well sorry to your friend who recommended this game we're just shitting all over it but i I don't think we're shitting on it i i I am i literally took out my switch and i took a fat like i I don't want to use my switch anymore were you did you so you did you or did you not enjoy it i would say i enjoyed it more than i didn't enjoy it but i was very surprised when i saw how much people like this game yeah I, it, like, I think the biggest thing I could say was what I said earlier is like it left me wanting more. Like if it was everything it was with more gameplay, I think it would be a much better game. Yeah, yeah. I I really thought because I just didn't, didn't know anything about this game. I I didn't think it was going to be a visual novel. I was like, wow, this game's pretty heavy on the exposition. Just let me get some <laughs> gameplay over here. And then it's like, oh shit, there's no gameplay. This is just what the happened? game. You make drinks. So yeah. <sighs> should have been an open world cyberpunk adventure featuring uh the the dev team of the witcher i mean if we're talking open world games Uh-oh. you're a pokemon fan right yeah unfortunately and as everybody unfortunately. knows well, it, i'm embarrassed of the pokemon fandom like in more ways than one for one they're crying about uh, scalpers you know they're repricing cards it's like oh newsflash things are worth money news at fucking 11 so basically, they, this weekend they had like the Pokemon Direct, or was it last week, whatever, where they announced the new. Sam's like shooting me. What happened? <laughs> okay, continue. What the fuck was that? Just a little bit of murder. Continue. <laughs> we're, we're fucking. Um, they announced two new Pokemon titles. There's an open world Pokemon game coming out, and they're they're do re-releasing as they did with like Heart Gold, Soul Silver, you know, Fire Red, Leaf Green, the Diamond and Pearl series, which a lot of people look upon fine fondly as quote unquote some of the hardest games. Newsflash: they weren't. You were just seven, 
so you thought news, they were news hard. Newsflash: No Pokemon game is difficult. I'm it just no, they're how n- it is. N- none of they're, them are like you, they're enjoyable. Difficulty does not reflect a game's no, no, quality, no. but like it's a Pokemon game. You literally are supposed to be able to beat a Pokemon game as a five-year-old. I know I did. I was five when I beat my first Pokemon game yeah. or something like well, that. Well, basically, the, the Pokemon fandom is absolutely losing their shit, saying like, "Oh, who wanted an open-world Pokemon game? Breath of this is a Breath of Wild ripoff." Like every single one of you fucking love Breath of Wild, and every single one of you have been fucking asking for an open-world Pokemon game forever like what the fuck do you want two basically the diamond pearls got announced and like the art is kind of chibi which is basically what the pokemon games were it just the graphics were in much much lower resolution so it's like i guess you didn't have a problem with it but now they're just being faithful to the original art and everyone's losing their fucking shit over it saying it looks garbage all this all that uh, they're like, oh, they're gonna dumb it down, make it easy. Like this was the hardest Pokemon game, and like I said, like none of these games were ever hard. Like, like I was fucking in my twenties playing this shit, you know. And it's like, no. Are you, you saying that when you were twenty, you only played easy video games? No, it's like I'm I'm a Pokemon fan, so I always play these games. So it's like, uh, you, when you were a kid, you just went in there with the starter, oh, okay. with oh, with yeah, no move typing, with no advantages. Now you're fucking like twenty five. You're gonna be going in there. With you know, like okay, I know that grass is good against water. I know. Yeah, that you're gonna you're gonna EV train the shit out of your starter, and it's like, why why is it so easy to beat every single one of these gym yeah, leaders? Exactly, from like- it's the same complaints people had over like sword and shield and stuff like that. Why is it so easy? It's like you're not fucking five anymore, you absolute dumbass. Um, I think these games are gonna sell very well. They're gonna be very well received. It's just the Pokemon community has just been shitting themselves lately, and I'm just I'm frankly tired of it. So I think this is a case of algorithms just doing different things to different people because I did not expect this response. Everyone I know is super excited about the open world Pokemon game. They're like, oh my god, this looks awesome. Oh my god. I, I, I personally didn't see the hype. I had so many people saying this is like amazing looking and I looked at it and like, wow, this looks pretty barren and it doesn't really look that much different than the newer Pokemon games where like you're already like going through grass and like riding your bike in a 3D environment. Literally everywhere I go, everyone is pissed. That's funny. Like even on Reddit, like I saw a lot of people being excited about this. It's like, like all I'm, over I'm very Twitter, surprised all about over this. Facebook. So like the the difference is like I guess maybe I'm connected to like specifically a lot of Pokemon communities. You may be seeing like people that are more into more communities than one. I'm talking about like the hardcore like Pokemon only fans are just like the pissed. Pokemon only fans. Yeah, dude. Fucking oh, no. naked Pikachu penis. Well, uh, d- aren't com. like people obsessed with that like one flower Pokemon Giratano? Or Whatever. Dude, if it, it yes, Gardevoir, Gardevoir, yes, they're yeah. obsessed with anything that can be fucked, um, and it has humanoid features. Or I don't think a Pokemon can be fucked. Actually, I think that they are literally digital items. But <laughs> is, is is that where it goes? Is that where the conversation goes? <laughs> I guess. Let's talk about which Pokemon are physically able to be fucked. I don't think a single one is because they're all made by get video game developers. No. If we're talking about Pokemon getting fucked, let's just change the subject. The subject's already <laughs> lost. Um, I don't really think that the remake of Diamond and Pearl is cool because I I don't I'm just like really trying hard to like change the subject. Right I know now. You've, you, Poke, Sam is not a Pokemon fan. Like Diamond and Pearl are considered like to be some of like the best games of like the no, modern the, the, era. The so funny thing like... is, the funny thing is, I was a huge Pokemon fan. I like played every single game, and I owned both of them up until Diamond and Pearl. I actually did own Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. I owned all three of them. Platinum's good. The thing is, I feel like that's when the series lost me. I was, like, a really big fan of, like, the the 16-bit 
uh, not eight bit, sixteen bit, like GBA and GBC versions. And like once they made that leap to DS, like it was a little too much for me. I was like, eh, this is kind of getting convoluted. It's like staying away from that like classic tone I, I, I had. I guess I disagree. I find the uh, DS era games to be the best in the series. Like I think that Heart Gold Soul Silver are the best versions, followed by Diamond and Pearl uh, and Platinum. Uh, and then, I, I remember I tried multiple times to like get through Diamond, which is the one I originally had, and I couldn't get past like Gym Three. Not not because of difficulty, but because of motivation. And then like I did not play a single Pokemon game until the one for uh, Switch, which apparently is one of the worst in the series. However, I really enjoyed, you enjoyed it, the so. shit. Out. I, I have had that conversation that everyone who beats their dick to Pokemon says that those were the worst games. But anyone who casually enjoys Pokemon from time to time had a wonderful time with it because it's. Like I said, it's an aging community where a lot of people who enjoy Pokemon are getting older and they need to realize this is for children and it's not going to be like an engaging gaming experience like you quote unquote remember it, you know? I I feel like people weren't really saying that uh, the the new Pokemon games on Switch were necessarily bad. They just knew they were going to sell well and that they were lazy sequels, but... But hey, I mean, there were a lot, a, lot of, a lot of people who actually said they were legitimately bad, which I feel like is just a completely wrong opinion. But I am personally not excited for the Diamond and Pearl remake. I hated those games. I am probably going to get the open world Pokemon if it gets good reviews. Even though I haven't beaten Breath of the Wild, I've made it like an hour through Breath of the Wild. I don't need another 80-hour experience. But hey, no. I'm going to buy it and I'm going to sit on it. I'm 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 gonna play it probably because I'm just a Pokemon fan in general. Um, I'm always talking about it, and Sam's always trying to derail me and make fun of me for it. But I mean, when you talk about fucking Pokemon that much, I'm gonna, that was I'm gonna, you're like, oh, Dana, what the fucking Pokemon did you touch? I the saw butt? it in your eyes, man. I saw that lust. Listen, my favorite Pokemon. What? Is, let me ask. What's your favorite Pokemon? Cacturn. Really? Yeah, it's a cactus. I love cactus. Uh, my favorite Pokemon is Slacking. So he has a move. Uh, I think it's called Lays or something. Uh, he he. Sl- every other turn, he falls asleep. Oh, it's the sloth. Okay. Yeah. Every other turn, he falls asleep, like me. Uh, and if you look up his shiny version, he has like a little tuft of hair that kind of looks like me. Okay. Okay. I feel like if you're gonna talk about a sleepy Pokemon and your p- favorite Pokemon isn't Snorlax, I will. I love. You're wrong, I, I, he's, hey. He was actually one of my favorite Pokemon in the games as well because he's just one of the best normal types. Uh, if you use like a choice band and stuff like that, or uh, he's very very strong and can one hit most people with return, which does more damage if he likes you. And he always liked me. Well. I mean, for me, Cacturn literally is Cactus, so I had to love well, it because I love Cacti. I, I played comp- the competitive VGC for a little while, so it's like, I, Cacturn is shit. Fucking sucks. Yeah, I don't I don't care about like an actual Pokemon's like <gasps> power. Eevee training. Egg hatching. Like, the thing is, I, I had a level 99 Cacturn when I played uh, Ruby, or, yeah, Ruby, and it's just like, he just, he melted through everything. It doesn't matter that he was, like, not a great Pokemon or, or whatever you want to call it. It's just like, that's how it was. Sometimes it do be like that. Sometimes it do be like that. I, I, my second favorite Pokemon is definitely Regice, because, I don't know, he looks cool. You ever I see, like him. ever seen those memes of, like, uh, fucking Regice, where it's like, he's, like, saying crazy shit? I have not. All I know is that I think I learned Braille by accident playing those games. <laughs> in other words. In other words. This is another one of those fucking weeks, man. Yeah, honestly, it is one of those. Like, there really wasn't that much. Like, 
last week we had so much gaming news. We had BlizzCon, we had the Nintendo Direct. Sure, we had a Pokemon quote unquote direct. Uh, are you excited for Pokemon Snap? You're gonna get it. Oh, I, I, if we're not playing that on the podcast, I'm fucking killing myself in a video game. Jesus Christ! All right, we're. <laughs> you heard it here first. You know what episode like sixty or whenever that game is coming out is. But yeah, it's one of those weeks where like really nothing happened. I mean like. I don't know. I mean, I guess, Are you a fan I, of Daft I, I, Punk? Yeah, and uh, like, that's basically what I was going to go into. Daft Punk is definitely one of my favorite music groups of all fucking time. Um, and I, I, it, they haven't made an album in fucking 10 years, so it doesn't really matter. But the Daft Punk officially broke up. It seemed like it was yeah. a mutual thing. They had like a whole video with it, which is uh, uh, unreleased. Well, I, I own Electroma, uh, which is the – it's just a – clip from that movie which it's a really boring movie i don't recommend it but uh yeah they they did a, a what's it interstellar 555 which is basically an anime adaptation of their album uh discovery discovery is one of my favorite fucking albums of all time but, like, but i'm talking about the other movie they made electroma which was part of their farewell video they also did the soundtrack for uh tron that were Dana's he pulled up discogs and he's he's reading through the discography of. Daft I'm actually Punk right not. Now. I actually do like. I'm actually a huge fan of them and like some of their offshoot bands like uh, like Stardust. It is like the one fucking song. The music music, sounds, music uh, sounds better with you. I mean, like you're talking to a person who's seen. I I went to Daft Punk's live concert. I'm kind of a badass. I mean, obviously I am sad about it, but like. Yeah, as you said, they have not made music in a while. In fact, I didn't like their last album because I like their more electronic stuff. So, like, really, they haven't made music in 15 years for me. It's whatever. I'm sad about it. I've been playing a lot of Daft Punk in my in their honor. Uh, I, like, have this, like, little music box. I, like... You gotta flex. <laughs> yeah, I'm just flexing my, my defunct machine. I've, I've been playing a lot of Daft Punk lately. There's not, like, we could speculate all we want, but, like, yeah, Daft Punk as a band is very secretive. I feel like we're not going to really learn that much about the reason why they're breaking up. uh, It it sounded like it was more mutual just based on how they had that video. Yeah, I I would be very surprised if it wasn't mutual, but I'm, my, okay, I said we weren't going to speculate, but I'm speculating. I'm going to guess they made an album. They're like, oh shit, we got to make something that tops that album, and it was so far out there and so genre- uh, like defining almost that like it's just like yeah we can't we can't do this it's it's gonna be they didn't want another human after all situation yeah. where like, people hated their album uh so they're just like you know what we're done I, I did the favorite Pokemon thing do you have a favorite Daft Punk song Human After All I really really like fucking uh, Around the World it's one of my favorite songs ever yeah you could during Around the World in the Daft Punk Lollapalooza show you could see me front row it's actually for some reason there's footage of me I'm kind of a badass <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna brag I, about that till the end of my life like that I, was I just, literally the best concert I've ever been to I just have like a very vivid memory of like one of the first times I got high and I was just fucking blasting that song in my headphones just like vibing out Yo, why weren't you at Lollapalooza 2007 I don't know in 2007 I was like fucking beaten off and playing Ragnarok online like I had better things to do you could do that uh, on your Nokia flip phone at Lollapalooza 2007. How old, you have better things to do than seeing Daft Punk. How old were you when you had your first cell phone? Uh, sixth grade. God damn, I was like fucking like 19 when I got my first well, cell phone. Well, okay, you're also like 45 years old, so Fuck that makes you. sense. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> no, no, I, I, I had, so... 
the thing is a better question i feel like would be what's the what was the average age to get a cell phone for people my like what grow i got a cell phone earlier than most people but i wasn't that far off like most people got them like a year or two later after i I got i I was 17 and i got a flip phone i played snake on I, I also wasn't like one of those people that I wasn't really spoiled. There was like a deal at uh, AT&T where like, do you remember how phones used to be like free? Like now yeah, it's like yeah, you have yeah. to like pay like $800 for your phone. Like there's no yeah. discount, but it's like, oh, you sign a two year contract. Here's like eight free phones. And that's yeah, like what yeah, happened. Yeah. It was like, oh, you get a razor. You get like, no, it was like you sign a two year contract and you get like multiple razor phones. Yeah. You get like, so I got a razor family. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I had a ra- I had like the, my flip phone, then I had the razor, and then I had the first droid. The, man, can we talk about those first fucking droids? Do you ever have any of those? Like the droid, the droid X, the droid two. Like those phones were fucking sick. I went from razor to crazer. I was kind of a badass. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the, like the popular people in high school, they had the fucking sidekick. Those things were sick. When's the last? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna make an engage game. The the next podcast game. Have fun with that. <laughs> oh, that is, there like an, the, is there an that engage? Was like- Emulator. That was like the gaming cell phone, right? Yeah, yeah. There's like 12 games for it. Dude, There's like speedrun.com has as engage as like a platform, and I'm pretty sure dude, no one's I have ever the Cyberco. You don't know shit about the Cyberco. I feel like there's so many like random ass phone like most people had a phone they probably couldn't pronounce it with a model number that was like in the thousands for some reason. Dude, this I gotta send you a picture of this. You're you, I bet you've never seen this before. I know what you're talking I've seen that before. The Cyberco, I had one. My stepdad, fucking transparent Game Boy ass looking phone. Yeah, they they came out from uh, 2000. I'm trying to remember what games were fucking on it, but it was fucking dope. I love like I was a cell phone gamer. Like I would yeah. totally like rack up like a seventy dollar charge on like the cell phone bill and that like grounded for like a month so I could have some games. It was it was there there were definitely some spoiled fun kid shit. But... Games. Uh, I, did you ever have cell phone DDR and it was like fucking awful? Yeah, I had it and it, like it literally like. Was I would press the note. I would press the note when the note was supposed to be pressed, and it would like it would just full miss, and it's like God damn it. And at the same time, you'd have to listen to the music, and then it was off sync, and then you'd hit the button to like hit left, and like the touch tone from your phone would happen at the same time, so it'd be like boo. <laughs> It'd be fucking terrible. I I definitely played a bunch of Breakout, obviously, but like yeah. I premium Breakout. Okay, I'm not doing that default Breakout. Oh yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. I played a lot of Tetris. And then Chuzzle was my game of choice on my flip phone. Did you ever play games on your fucking uh, TI-83 calculator in high school? Yeah, I made them. Really? Yeah, I made TI-83 games. you fucking badass. Yeah, kind of. Because people would, like, come to me and be like, yo, can I... Like, it was, like, black market. It's like, oh, shit, you got some games? And I'm like, yep, I coded this. And then I would, like... You you ever, like, see those people, like, trade games on the TI-83 with, like, that, like, cord that yeah, came yeah, with yeah, it? Yeah. And it's like, it's, like, Game Boy linking for, like, Pokemon trades, but it's TI-83 calculators. You know they still use, like, TI-83s and 4s in, like, I, high school they're today? They're exactly the same, and they did not lower in price. It's a fucking, like, yeah, it's market. a racket. It, yeah. it's straight, it straight up is because they're the only people that make them. I mean, all that shit's on the fucking cell phone now. But yeah, but but the whole reason they're still doing it is because it's standardized and you can use it for tests. So yeah, I mean they they are very nice. I should have put my games on the internet because I'm pretty sure I lost them all. Like as as soon as I graduated, I I don't know where my calculator is. But I made my claim to fame is I made the casino app. I made it had Texas Hold'em. It had Kino for some reason. Like if, uh, Kino is like an old person game. It's basically just. Pokino? I I don't know. It's not Pokemon, but no Pokino. That's like an actual game. My mom used to. You just get like, well, yeah. It's like a it's like a boomer gambling game where you basically just like get a random number and then it's it's. 
you, yeah. you want to get a bunch you choose numbers and then you see what it lands on it's actually the it's the worst game in a casino never play Kino. it's like, it's like the worst odds of anything but yeah i just i had a bunch of those and uh i was kind of a badass that's how it was like just going back to the daft punk thing like i i've found myself watching a lot of daft punk videos listening to a lot of daft punk music especially alive because i was there and i like to relive like pretty much the peak of my life honestly i it's sad right. to say but like that concert is very very hard to beat but like one of the reasons why it is so beloved today is because like you look at that like first this this video footage came out like three weeks ago of like someone like literally had the satellite uh, Lollapalooza footage so like what you'd see on like the big screens that's how uh, they were sitting oh, wow. on this for a while so like yeah you would you would see like extremely shitty cell phone service like like from like literal flip phone uh, footage of the concert this is like first high quality like ever. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is the highest quality. There's been some relatively high quality, uh, like stuff floating around. But like, it's one of those things where if you were to have that concert today, well, a the technology is there where the concert wouldn't look that impressive from like a lighting perspective. Yeah, it was like a very in the moment, and you weren't like focused on like, oh, I sound such like like such a fucking boomer right now. But you weren't focused on like getting video and putting it on yeah. social well, media. We didn't have cell phones like that back then, anyways. Yeah, yeah. It, like, you had a bunch of people taking, like, flip phone, like, uh, pictures to show their friends, but, like, it really was, like, something that was one, one, uh, like, you you can't even do a concert like that anymore because, it's like, like, it's like, it's oh, like, this... It's like it was an event. Like, it's straight up, like, a once-in-a-lifetime type thing. Yeah, because, like, people would just be comparing it to, like, all the other shit they've seen. Like, this was something that, like, you hadn't been able to see and, like, you wouldn't be able to capture. So, like, it was very in the moment well, well, and, like, I, I of the time. I didn't realize, because that was live 2007, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, like... I've listened to that album a thousand times. I didn't make that connection that that's actually what it was. Yeah, um, yeah. Because that that album is fucking sick. Like their their live two thousand seven album because it's like has some of like the best remixes and like flows into other songs. Like it's, I I couldn't imagine being. I would have been out of my fucking mind if I was there. Yeah, and I'm kind of a badass, but uh, yeah. Uh, if you're gonna listen to that, I recommend looking. Someone recreated it from scratch without the um. Like some people like live live uh, albums that have like the audio and like people cheering. I personally think it's a detractor. I'd rather have the I high, actually, high I quality ha- audio. I have that actually already. Like I have their entire discography. Like it's edited and everything still. Okay, that's there. There you go. You did it. Yeah, fuck be shit. I am gonna remember that forever, and I'm just gonna brag to everyone. Like I don't even care if I'm shamelessly bra- bragging. I'm I'm better than you because I saw Daft Punk. Uh, oh no! It, it, excuse me. It's alive. Two thousand seven, not live. Two thousand seven. Yeah. Well, I knew what you meant. I knew. What you meant. I was. Gonna, I wasn't going to correct you. I was, I'm gonna, excuse me. Please use the proper nomenclature when talking about Daft Punk. My, uh, they used to be a favorite band. They that quickly changed after like two thousand nine ish because I just saw a lot of other music. But I think my favorite artist now is CFAX. That's actually a good question, though. Like, has your favorite music like changed over time? Oh, definitely. Like, I. If if your favorite music has not changed over time, you're like yeah, sure, there's going to be bands that stay with you forever, but like my musical taste in like 2006 versus now, like my first concert ever was My Chemical Romance. I wouldn't be caught dead in a My Chemical Romance concert. Uh, right I would now. go. I I I'm fucking 30. I love My Chemical Romance. The, okay, okay. One of, one of the reasons bands. I wouldn't see uh My Chemical Romance is because uh, I don't like the Black Parade. Like I I like bands before they're cool, man. Yes, thank you. 
Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge is their best album. Yeah, by I far. So. I, don't, I don't even like yeah. like. There's two good songs on on the Black Parade. But yeah, we can... I, I, I'm kind of in the same realm. Like I could talk about that shit all day. My favorite band is Horse the Band. They haven't made music in like a million years. They just came out three new songs like this year. Like after not putting out music for fucking 15 years. But yo, besides besides Daft Punk, like I feel like didn't like System of a Down also release music for the first time in like 10 yeah, years, a couple days. Uh, and it was like for like a charity thing. Um. But Horse the Band, favorite band. Yeah, but it's like, I, I can't say that because it's like, I don't really listen to them as much anymore. There's a, it's like what you said. It's like, well, it's not my favorite anymore because it's like, you just kind of like go back every once in a while. And I'm sure you have like a kick on Daft Punk like you are now, but it's like... Yeah, I, um, I'm not ashamed of what I listened to back in the day. In fact, I mean, I was I was like extremely esoteric in my music taste due to the fact that I played a bunch of rhythm games. So like I was listening to like DJ Sharpnel J Core in sixth grade. And like, I'd be yeah. like, oh shit, you know, that like... We mentioned that story where I would like listen to the Jet Set Radio soundtrack in like second grade <laughs> and asked that like Japanese exchange student if they knew how ha- Deki Naganuma. Story. Like, but like, no, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, it's like, I don't, I have no idea what you're talking about. But I am not ashamed of my music taste back in the day, but it's definitely not like the stuff I listen to. I, it's either overplayed and I never want to listen to it again or I just grew out of it. Uh, I listen to nothing but fucking trance nowadays. Like above and beyond, uh, you know, Juna Beats, that that whole crew is probably my favorite right now, definitely. Just fuck it, be psych- psychedelic trance now. Uh, Ocean Lab, you know, above and beyond, those kind of people. Like like our boy Viper, Tony fuck McGinnis. it, I'm psychedelic trance now. Dude, f- Viper, man. I, I, yeah, let's, I, let's I, not I, get into this because it's too sad. So no, Viper is in some Viper's deep in shit. jail. Viper's in jail. Viper is free in a custody Viper. battle. Free the homie Viper. I'm making free Viper, Viper t-shirts. Viper might be a terrible human being in many aspects, but we love Viper. We do. Free Viper. Free that's Viper. that's all we need to say. That's well. Moving on to sp- speaking of terrible things, but not Viper. Viper's not a terrible thing. Let's talk about like union busting. You you ever bust a union? Every day of my life. This is actually like one of my favorite. Like I think one of the funniest pieces of news this week. It's like it's like the only piece of news this week. But yes, (laughs) so Twitch was fucking playing ads that were like anti union and stuff like that like on twitch streams and stuff like that yeah so specifically localized to alabama where alabama's having a vote for amazon warehouse workers to unionize and like they're they're so have you watched like the uh training footage from amazon like that got leaked where it's like they're like we're not anti-unions but we're not neutral either okay if someone's talking about you, which is like, what the fuck does that mean? If you're not neutral, you're either pro or anti-union. It's like they're trying to use PR language. But it's like, if you hear someone talking about unions, immediately report the branch. It's like, oh, oh my yeah, God. The, the same yeah. thing happened when I worked at the casino. They're like, we're, we, we're, we treat our employees so well that you guys don't even need unions. Which, granted, they did. Like, th- let me tell you, the casinos casinos have the best fucking benefits out of any other company in the fucking world. Jesus Christ. They have, like, the best, like, top-tier sh- fucking insurance. Like, they give you everything. But Yeah, you get better odds on games. Uh, it's... You go to the you go to the blackjack table. You say I'm a employee. And they give you the better cards. I did. There are certain things that do have better odds. I did work at the casino. If you want to make money, uh, you go to high stakes. You go to those hot, uh, fucking slot machines where it's a hundred dollars per pull. Putting five hundred dollars into that probably has fifty times better odds than like spending the same amount of money on like penny slots. If you want to make money, my advice for a casino goer is stop. Just go home. Sit with your pile of money and be like, it's it's here. The casino is nuts. 
Yeah. Um, Am- <laughs> going back, I was like, what are we even talking about right now? Uh, Amazon was caught running anti-union videos on their uh, Alabama localization, whatever, ad service. And not only was like that, that's not the end of it. It's like, oh, they uh, stopped showing ads after public outcry. But no, Twitch released a statement saying... Oh, we reviewed some of the ads brought to us and found that they did not meet our quality standards. So Twitch is saying Amazon, its parent company, did not meet their quality standards for ads, which is like insane. It's obvious that this is like a PR backlash. Oh, like, yeah, we're going to stop it's doing like, it. It's like, oh, no, we were told we didn't know this was happening. It's like you, you knew 100 percent. And you, it, the thing is, like, the damage is done. Like it did. The ads came out. The people who it would have affected to begin with, it affected or affected, whatever, uh, and then they're like, "Oh no, no, this was a mistake." You know, it, it's 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 just so crazy to me because like their excuse for showing the ads is that they're so incompetent that they don't understand what like the same company is trying to put on their platform. Yeah. I also just love the meme. Like some people were like doing like copy pastas of like, "Yep, I was watching XQC like talk about eating his own cum, and then I saw this anti-union thing, and of course, <laughs> of course, I'm anti-union now." It's like, it's like, yeah, like Twitch is not the greatest, but like, who's really watching these anti-union videos and like becoming anti-union? You'd have to be like so there's unbelievably like th- brainwashed. There's like three people, and it's like because everyone who's watched. There's no fucking secret that most people that are watching Twitch are like twelve. Like they have, they're gonna go to their mom, their parents. Like, mommy, are you guys, you guys should be against unions because uh, fucking XQC eats his cum and said so. Like, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, I like. I feel like that that makes sense to me. That you gotta you gotta brainwash them young. Yeah, XQC. Shout outs to you and whatever you're doing. Uh, in your own time, I personally cannot judge because if. If eating your own cum gives you that many viewers, then then go for it. What? Hey, buddy. Yo, was that a fucking good episode or what? <laughs> Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you did like it. All right, here's what you're going to do. Five stars Apple podcast. Subscribe on SoundCloud. Go to Spotify. Get all your friends and make them subscribe. Gunpoint. Basically, whatever you can do to make this podcast successful, we don't care what it is. We don't care what the means are. Thanks, gamers. Uh, what he said, but slightly less aggressive and more loving. Hypothetically, you're like in any situation, just in public, and like all of a sudden, slob on my knob starts blasting. What do you do? Slob on my knob, like court on the cup. Sex when we meet, and do your job. Lay me in bed, and give me head. Don't have to ask, don't have to bet. Juicy is my name, sex is 